Welcome to your daily scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. What's up? We're both the co-authors of Fixing Your Scrum, Practical Solutions to Common Scrum Problems. We've been thinking about doing and working with Scrum for the better part of the past 20 years, and now we're here trying to help you each and every day do Scrum just a little bit better. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave your comments below. Let us know what your questions are. Your questions turn into videos. All right, Todd, today we're continuing our series on empiricism mm-hmm. in the artifacts. And so yeah. let's get... Let's get the banner up. Today we're going to, it's about all about implying empiricism to the sprint backlog. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are your thoughts here? Yeah. So, you know, uh, sprint backlog is our, our plan for the sprint. That's where everything's contained. Uh, the commitment to the sprint uh, backlog is the sprint goal. Uh, you know, maybe we didn't emphasize this enough in, in the last video. I think we did, but if we didn't, the product owner is the product or owns the product backlog. Yep. Developers, this is you right here, right? Sprint backlog, this is entirely up for the developers to implement empiricism upon the sprint backlog. And so I I think that what we're going to find again, and I think this is super awesome, is the interweaving of things that are already in the Scrum Guide that enable and support transparency or transparency, empiricism in the sprint backlog. And that starts with, um, my mind's going straight to the inspection. So inspection, adaptation, transparency, three pillars of empiricism. What do we talk about inspection first, Ryan? Yeah, inspection on the sprint backlog. Again, the lens here is going to be the commitment, which is the sprint goal. So I am thinking about the sprint goal as I'm in inspecting the sprint backlog. And so progress towards the sprint goal has got to be first. Mm-hmm. Um, that most often is going to happen with the developers during the daily scrum. Right? They are inspecting and adapting and building transparency. They're actually performing all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why daily scrum shows up in all three columns here. But at the inspection point is the is the daily scrum, and they're checking mm-hmm. their progress towards the sprint goal. And that's going to lead to adaptations that Todd's going to talk about here in a second to the sprint backlog, right? Mm-hmm. So the lens is the sprint goal, and that drives adaptation. A lot of that happens in the daily scrum. It's our commitment to, um, to keeping transparent uh, the work that we're doing, right? And so it's a continual planning and replanning uh, activity each and every day. We're also going to inspect the sprint goal during sprint review, right? It's mm-hmm. good to see, did we hit our goal? Uh, mm-hmm. if not, uh, what do we need to change? If we did, how does that then lead to, um, progress towards our product goal, right? So all of this kind of builds up. And so this inspection mm-hmm. point is really important. We get this right. We have the opportunity to do some really interesting adaptations that Todd's going to talk to you about. Yeah, you know, in talking about this adaptation, what we're really concentrating on when we're adapting the sprint backlog is, can we still achieve the sprint goal? How is our progress towards the sprint goal? Uh, like you said, naturally that happens in the daily scrum. Um, and I'm going to put here too, though, that these are ongoing conversations, right? That's yep. not the only time we talk as developers. Ongoing conversations that happen throughout the duration of the sprint, we're constantly evolving. Uh, this plan. This plan isn't stagnant. I mean, you're lucky if you get the first 24 hours figured out during sprint planning. Naturally, the adaptation here, major one happens in sprint planning because this is where the sprint backlog is created, right? The sprint backlog with PBI selected for the sprint, um, a sprint goal and a forecast for the plan. Something that might happen that we don't talk about enough is new tasks are going to emerge. This is going to happen all day, every day. New tasks. You may even 
um, adapt your sprint backlog with new product backlog items. Or you might have a pro big product backlog item that you brought into your PBI you didn't think what, or your sprint backlog that you didn't think was as big as it is. And now you have to decide to split it or decompose it. Um, so uh, this sprint backlog is constantly evolving. It's evolving similarly and at the same pace as the product backlog, just maybe a little bit different, more around the how we're going to get this done and, and, and maybe it may be decomposition of the work. But this is happening all the time. The daily scrum's a really good time for us just to meet as a team, right? Yeah, something I want to highlight. You know, as we consider the adaptations, again, the sprint goal is the lens. We cannot do anything. We cannot make any change or any adaptation that would put the sprint goal in jeopardy, mm -hmm. right? So again, that lens is really influencing uh, the means and the ways that we apply empiricism to the sprint backlog. Very cool. From a transparency perspective, the events are really designed to help us inspect and adapt and, and create this, this well understood uh, sense of the work. And so in this case, daily scrum uh, is, is again, that is going to be that event where a lot of this happens. But as Todd noted, this is happening all throughout the day mm -hmm. as the developers are working together and collaborating with the product owner and the scrum masters coming in to help. And this is all getting built, but the daily scrum is the official event. Um, the transparency is also maintained through the sprint goal. That progress towards the sprint goal really gives us a sense of where we're at with the sprint backlog. The devs are responsible. Developers own the sprint backlog. They are accountable for um, the transparency uh, of that sprint backlog. They keep the progress towards the sprint, sprint goal transparent and visible. Uh, and they are largely performing the inspections and adaptations all throughout the sprint that occur uh, on the sprint backlog by own we mean it right mm -hmm. no one else can put pull work into the sprint backlog no one else can remove work nobody's really pushing is. it in right there's no push this is a pull system and it's pulled by developers uh and so yeah they are accountable they're responsible for uh for empiricism for applying empiricism to the sprint backlog yeah and some so a lot of where we see teams fall short with this is around transparency right around transparency of the sprint backlog i think they think that just means like make the board accessible right um transparency could come in terms of uh further refining and defining your definition of workflow um making making um making it well understood and known what progress you have made towards the sprinkle or even how items are aging there's a multitude of ways as developers, but just like we said with the product owner and the product backlog, you need to find what fits in the context of your current situation. So that's universally applicable as we get through all of these conversations. Perfect. All right. We hope you enjoyed that conversation about applying empiricism to the sprint backlog. Let us know in the comments. Shoot, shoot us your questions. Your questions are going to turn into videos. Like and subscribe. Never miss a, another video again from Agile for Humans. We drop a lot of content. You don't want to miss a single one. So like, subscribe, hit that bell. Check out the socials. We're pretty active on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Still figuring out Instagram. Check out the videos below. They just popped up. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go out, do some great scrum things, apply empiricism. Let us know how it goes, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. 
Thanks for listening and scrum on. <laughs>